Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. And we have a very special episode for you today. Yes, we do. We are going to talk about the importance of having a tribe while you're dating or in a relationship or whatever, or just in general. You don't need a tribe if you're whatever. (laughs) Technicalities, Bethany. (laughs) We have two very special guests with us today, but I'm going to leave you in suspense for a minute and introduce them in a second because I want to remind y'all really quick just of our invitation that we are extending to all of our listeners to partner with us as we continue to move forward in creating content and resources for you guys around dating and all the fun complexities is that a word yeah that comes that come with it so we have a resources tab on our website lookingforthemiddle.com if you have not checked that out already i would encourage you to do so and there are ways for you to partner with us via our patreon account and you will get early access Mm -hmm. actually to all the episodes you will get access to certain resources we've created around dating online dating conversation tips and tricks we do monthly Q&A videos that are only on that site. Yep. So only for our those. supporters. Yes. So a lot of exclusive perks for you guys. We would love for you to go check that out. So yes. go to lookingforthemiddle.com, click on the resources tab, and that will have all the information you will need to know. But we would love to see y'all there. Yes. So now let's introduce our two special guests. So there are four of us today. Bethany, don't yeah. worry. We're not all stuffed in the closet. Nope. We are in my <laughs> living room this time. You do the honors. I'll do the honors. Okay, so I think, yeah, y'all have both been on here before. We have both of my sisters here. Melanie. Hello. She traveled the furthest. <laughs> yes. And is obviously very lively. <laughs> <laughs> and Lindsay. Hello. Which, if you don't know, that's actually Lindsay's voice. Oh, her, yes. Her voice from the previous episode <laughs> I forgot about was that. after she had been sick. So you'll get to hear her real voice this time. But we have been... I mean, I guess you could say I've just known them all their lives, practically. I mean, basically. <laughs> I've known them for, how long have I known y'all? 14 years now? We were 12? Yeah. Gosh. So we're old. I would say we became friends once I was in at least high school. Probably. Because yeah. I wasn't really allowed to hang out with y'all before high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. But yes, we are quite the group. We are. So even with Melanie now living in a different state, we are keeping the group tech strong and hanging out as much as we can and all the things. Now we're going to talk about it. Yes. So we have actually been wanting to do this episode for quite a long time. Literally since season one. Yes. (laughs) And getting everybody together has been a little tricky. And finally, we have the chance because everybody's here. So we're going to talk about basically what we've done for the past 14 years. (laughs) Talk about ourselves for a while. How we've survived. Yeah. Yes. And this is going to... Kind of be a combination of the format of a normal episode and a couch cast. If you listen to our couch cast episodes, this is going to be a full length episode. We have a few notes, but it's going to be very conversational. It'll be like you're eavesdropping on one of our hangouts because you basically are. So yeah. We're about to go get Chick-fil-A after this. <laughs> so bring on the nugget. Yes. But before we jump in, I have the question of the day. Okay. And everyone has Do to, I have answer. to answer. This? Yes. Everyone, everyone has, has to answer. answer can't be on the podcast and not answer the question of the day. It's <laughs> correct. True. Okay, here's my question. Okay. What is one of your favorite things about fall? Now that we have the finally... Yeah. 
For those of y'all who aren't in Georgia, I feel like you or should Florida, say, or Florida. It's been like 95 degrees up until three days ago. Yeah. So but I feel like it's the question still 95 be, degrees in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the question should be besides the cooler weather, what's your favorite thing about okay, fall? Fair because point. I feel like all four of us are going to say, no, because cool Florida weather. doesn't have <laughs> You're 75 should live in Atlanta. Yes. Besides the temperature, then, what is your favorite, one of your favorite things about fall? Football. Okay, you say that all the time. Pick okay. <laughs> uh, what is your fourth favorite thing about fall? <laughs> uh, going to the apple orchards. Apple picking. That's oh, a favorite. That's a good one. Because the apple cider donuts, like, I don't I really s- care about the apple picking, apparently. I still don't think I've ever tried those. How have you? Oh, oh so we're, we're going. going. Okay. Done? Check. I yes. like the fall colors. I like the change of the colors. And I also like the small, the fall smells. Which Ooh, might like sound what? weird, but like it's Bond finally fires. cool enough to drive with the windows down, and you're driving home from work, and you smell the the bonfires or the I don't know, just when the people cook out at football games. Yeah, you drive by like a those school. kinds of mm-hmm. s- smells that you're like, oh, it's fall. Even just the brisk air smells. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's a good one. Mel, I was going to say fall colors. Also, I like the leaves changing, and they don't change in Florida, which is very disappointing. So last year was very sad. <laughs> They change to brown and fall off. <laughs> but that's not until, like, December or January, so it's just not fun. But I do. Hopefully Trey doesn't listen to this episode. He already knows I don't like that. <laughs> that's why we're going to West Virginia for the fall. Not the whole fall, but for vacation. Anyway. So the colors is your the answer? Colors. The fall colors, okay. yes. Mine, this will not shock anyone, um, is the clothing that I get to wear <laughs> during the fall because I like, like my what? fall clothes that are like scarves, scarves and boots Ooh, and sweaters and flannels. We had one day in the past like 87 that was under 85 degrees and Kristen showed up in her sweatshirt and, and furry boots. boots. Yep, sure did. <laughs> and by the time we were done with dinner, she was like, I need a t-shirt. I'm dying. Well, it was cold before I left my house. I was like, I'm going to bundle up. It's not that cold yet here, No, people. it's not at all. It's like 87% humidity still, too. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's okay. Cool. It's fine. All right. So now that you've learned our third and fourth favorite things about fall, <laughs> let's jump in to the episode uh, topic, content, questions, yes. whatever it is. Okay. Set us up, Bethany. So here's how we're going to do this. It doesn't necessarily have to be like around the table. People just jump in when you think of something. But we have a list of words that we're going to talk about how important having good friends in your life is, especially when you're dating, you know, we talk about don't date in a bubble and your friends are a huge way that you can do that uh, or not do that, I guess, <laughs> as you're moving through the different stages of a relationship. So we kind of threw out some words in different ways that friends can be helpful in that. So I'm going to, I have the list. I'm going to start, I'm going to throw out a word and then we can just talk about it. And then once we run out of things to say, we will move on to the next word. Perfect. So... The first thing I want to talk about is encouragement. Starting off tough. <laughs> so if you think so, about it, you're, you're dating someone, you've got friends, and like, well, maybe contrasting even the difference between if you have a good group of friends around you and you don't, like what, what might be lacking if, you know, if you need encouragement. I think that it's very encouraging to have girlfriends when you're dating, when you're not dating, when you're <laughs> married. Um, personally, with being married, guys don't think the same way as girls. And sometimes... They don't when you're dating, too. <laughs> no. It's just a lot more clear yeah. when you're married to them. Um, <laughs> not in a bad way, but just I found that I would go to him 
like I would a girlfriend mm-hmm. and say, oh, like, whatever, whatever. Guess what happened today? Or can you believe X, Y, Z? And I'm just looking for a typical girl oh, response. You're kidding me. Or <laughs> no way. That's awesome. And he's definitely encouraging, but in his own way. And it would, I would get frustrated because I'm like, excuse me, I just had a big moment and nothing happened. And to him, it wasn't that big of a moment because most likely, realistically, it's not that big of a moment. But anyway, it just helps to have girlfriends because obviously your husband, fiance, boyfriend, significant other should be able to encourage you and can. And not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell, share exciting things with your significant other, but it helps to have, even on the guy side, I've talked to Trey, where they think the same. And so it's easier to just say whatever and get the response yeah. here. Or even just things that, like you said, there's things where he's like, that is not a big deal. Why are yeah. you telling me? <laughs> well, we would be like, that's so yes. great. So excited. So knowing what those things are and on the one side, you're not going to bore him with them. No, on the yeah. other side, you're able to get that encouragement like you kind of wanted Yes, from... Your friends, whereas if you didn't have that, you may find yourself going, is this, is this normal? Am yeah. I, like, what's wrong? Not what's wrong with me? That's dramatic. But, like, why is there this disconnect? When yeah. it's not you, it's just the difference, like you said, in the way guys think and the way girls think. Or communicate or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, there may be a lot of just telling you, don't worry, you're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think when it comes down to... I typically think about when I first start dating somebody or getting into a relationship, when you kind of initially get this encouragement from your friends. I've been in both situations where I've had y'all be super <laughs> encouraging and excited and freak out and ask a million questions. And then I've had situations where there have been friends who have not been supportive or who there's like jealousy that's come in and it just affects the friendship and just your experience of yeah. the dating relationship in general, which is kind of frustrating. how you look at it, Yeah, it does. And so I think whenever I would start, this is going to make it sound like I get into relationships all the time, which I don't. (laughs) If y'all been listening long enough, you figured that out. But when I have gotten into a relationship, I can tell the quality of my friendships or my friends, Mm -hmm. I guess, and their security, I guess, as well as mine, like having those conversations. And I think that's super telling when anything big happens in your life. Um, but, but specifically dating, since we talk about that, this is a good measure of, hey, is this a true friend who's really happy for me and excited for me and encouraging or not? Yeah. And you don't want to look to, though, if they're telling you things and we'll get more into like discernment and yes. that sort of thing later. But just because they're saying, hey, hold up, I don't know about this doesn't necessarily mean they're bad friends. Definitely Which not. I don't think is what you're saying. No. But I just wanted to make that No, I think it manifests itself over a pattern like we talk about all the time. Like if there's, without getting into too much detail, the experience I've had with this that wasn't great. She hadn't even met the guy. This was super fresh and new and she's already like, right, listing things. I'm like, okay, well, you don't really have any grounds to be upset about this yet. Yeah. Whereas that's not what you want. You want a friend that's going to be supportive, but then like we're going to talk about later, take the time to get to know the guy, to see you interact with him and then give you wisdom. Yeah, sorry, I was just going to say that I don't have a lot of experience being the one in a relationship and looking for encouragement from other people, but I've been the one that has had friends, namely all of you guys, (laughs) (laughs) that have been in relationships and you want to, even though you are going to have the days where 
you're just kind of bummed that you're not in the relationship, still try to be there for them. Yeah. Lindsay was great at this. (laughs) So great. She was? She was. Whenever Why do you sound so surprised? No. <laughs> I meant she said. Friend. I meant she said she was like she's not anymore. Oh, so well, because we're not well, no one's in a relationship right anymore. <laughs> well, I am. Okay. Well, you're already married. <laughs> no. I don't. Oh man. Never mind. One last thing, and we can move on to our next word though. Is I think different people will need more encouragement at different times, and part of being a good friend is knowing when that is. Because like we've talked about before, I'm always the person who's like, this is not going to work out. This is whatever. Like, I'll go out with him, but I'm sure it'll be nothing. And I need someone saying, no, be excited. Like, it'll be great. And whatever. But Kristen, on the other hand, has no problem being excited <laughs> at a first date. Notice so- everybody laughs. <laughs> yeah. No one's arguing with me no. here. Uh, and so I think part of being a good friend is knowing when that encouragement is needed. That's a great point. So, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Any other final thoughts on encouragement? Nope. Moving on. The next one is discernment and wisdom, which I think ties right into the, let's see how many times I can say it this episode, Don't Date in a Bubble. Yeah. This is. If you ever write a book, that needs to be the title. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably one of the biggest factors with that is because kind of, not that they're being discouraging, but on the flip side of being encouraging, you need someone who's going to say, hey, this guy seems a little sketch, mm-hmm. if he is. You don't want to be encouraging to the point of lying to them about exactly. whether or not. Yeah, whether or not it's a good thing, yeah. whether or not they're a good fit, if he doesn't seem right, you don't want to just... Obviously, if you see red flags and they don't, then you have to be able to tell them yeah. that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. For me, personally, I think it's really important to have friends and peers that will speak wisdom and help you discern or potentially do the discerning for you if you're a little blinded. Um, But specifically peers and friends, because not that you can't talk to your parents or trust your parents, or, I mean, depending on what age you are listening, usually your friends are going to be more on your side. And so if, well, that sounds awful. In tune. They're going to be more in tune with what you're looking for in a guy and if you have the right people around you who are believers followers of christ believe the same things as you and know how important your faith is to you they're gonna hold you to that whereas parents are more critical of thinking nobody's good enough for my baby yeah something like that so i think if i think if you have a friend that is that knows you and has been a close friend for a while and is saying something you should really take that seriously because yeah i know that's not easy yeah i know for us every time any one of us starts dating someone we're all like this is it it's gonna work like this yeah well we all want it to be that and so if i know for us like if one of us then comes and says hey i don't know it's like oh wow there there's some weight behind that Mm. that it might not have from other people i also think parents are a lot more like that too because they want their kids to be happy and Whatever, but I mean, did mom listen to this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I just, say? I was just gonna say, like, I feel like parents, every time you start dating someone, they are always looking more long term when dating doesn't have to be after the first or second date. Where is this gonna be next year? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it just comes down to asking good questions. You know, this is something that Melanie, Lindsay, and Bethany have all done for me is periodically they'll be like, okay, any red flags? And if I say no, like, okay, great. It's not like they're pushing and trying to find one. And then 
few weeks later, they'll be like, anything changed? Mm-hmm. Are you noticing anything? Or, hey, you seem different. Yes. It doesn't always have to be some big red flag that you see in the guy right off. But if your friend is different mm-hmm. in a way that you're like, hmm, you know your friend. Like, you can tell. Just say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And I would encourage you, if you are the friend that's debating on saying something to your friend that's dating, I know I personally struggle with this because I just want to be the cheerleader for everyone and I want to affirm everything. But then there'll be times I'm like, should I say something? And then most of the time it ends up being said by someone else and I can be like, yes, okay, I was kind of concerned about that too. (laughs) I didn't want to bring it up. And I'm trying to work on that. Really, don't, I mean, don't just throw accusations at people. Really take some time to pray about this and think through it and get counsel if you need it. But I would encourage you to be honest with your friends because Mm -hmm. it's better to be honest with them now when they're just dating than you not saying something. Not that the trajectory of their relational life is up to you, but you might be able to help them see something early on before it turns into something bigger down the road. Oh, you'd much rather have someone tell you something while you're dating than be married and say, why didn't you tell me? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I know there have been times after, like, a breakup where it was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I didn't want it to go this way, but I'm glad y'all said something because I was kind of wondering, because I think a lot of times you probably have an idea of those red flags yourself, but you don't want to be too picky or you just really want it to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when other people are saying, hey, I'm noticing this, and you're like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. You'd much rather notice that, yeah, while you're dating than wish someone had said something later. For sure. And you respect those friends who are willing to be that honest with you. You Oh, totally. Those are the deep, true, close friends that are going to say stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. those are the kind of people you want in your tribe. Exactly. With the title here. Yes. Okay. Are we moving to our next word? The next one we have here is accountability. Which... And next word? (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is similar to, like, the discernment and wisdom, but not really. I think there's a more practical aspect to accountability that some of the accountability others might not have. Like you've already told them the red flags you're seeing and then making, well, not really making sure they follow because it's not your decision, but uh, maybe somebody like says they're sure going to break not, up with them and then keeps deciding that making too. sure they're not aware of the red flags and moving forward anyway, I guess. Mm, yeah. Like if you've talked about, Hey, I don't really like this, but they're like, Oh, but we'll just look past it. Your friends are yeah. like, no, or even, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. And then if you're, maybe the red flags aren't even there. Maybe it's not something that's a red flag even, but your friends know you and they know what's important to you, truly important to you when you're not dating someone. And then there's an accountability to them saying, hey, this guy's great and all, but y'all are going two different directions. Like kind of holding you accountable to what's really important to you as opposed to just Kind of like we've talked about with, do you want to be with someone or do you want to be with this guy? They can kind of really hold you accountable to the things that are actually important to you. I think when I hear accountability, the first thing I go to, which is probably because we just recorded an episode on this, but on the physical aspect of the relationship, I think it's super important. Because you definitely aren't going to necessarily go talk to your parents about that. That's definitely something that you're going to be like, hey, friend. Yeah. Well, I remember, (laughs) yeah, Melanie would call me about stuff when her and Trey were dating. I was that for her, and then I would call her when I was in my last relationship, and highly recommend having married friends, by the way, when you're dating, (laughs) because there's a lot of uh, wisdom that comes from someone who literally was just in your season year or two years ago, Um, because I had a lot of 
questions for her about <laughs> different things. Um, and she was able to help me a lot and offer that accountability. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think when we think accountability in a good relationship, because it doesn't always have to be mm-hmm. my friends telling me I should break up with this guy. Mm-hmm. It could be a great relationship that, yes, you should marry this guy or whatever. Um, I think we always go to sex and <laughs> keep you accountable to your purity before you get married. And I think, obviously, that's a huge one. That's why all of our minds go to that first. But I think also it's just accountability of even if you're dating the best guy in the world and he's exactly what you need, maybe you're spending a – maybe they're starting to see that um, – I think you might be starting to idolize him a little bit. Or I think you start might be starting to idolize this relationship mm-hmm. or – I think you're putting too much stock in your future plan that while most likely that's going to happen, you don't know what's going to happen. And that can be something that people mm-hmm. can, because they, they were with you before the relationship. They've probably been with you through other relationships. Yeah. And everybody changes a little bit when they start dating somebody. But if they change drastically, that's a red flag. Or even if you start seeing a pattern of something you know that's really important to them that's stopping. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they have to break up with the person, but maybe this person, they haven't been around as long, so they don't know. They don't recognize mm-hmm. it, and you need those friends that can call you out on that. Agreed. Thirded. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really know what the tense is there, but yep. yes. Uh, okay, so, so fourth power. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so our next thing here is support. And then we have parentheses for the tough parts of dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> like this. Oh, yes. Everyone's like kind of staring off into the distance and nodding. Uh, there's every time to have a tribe. It's during these times. Yes. What would be some tough parts of dating? Breakup. I was going to say the not dating anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Or other people dating and you not dating. I have great experience with that. <laughs> I think it just means, yeah, like, the, I think it just means we wrote it. It can what we wanted to but I think careful how you say that that's well, not true what, did you, what were you think these words have meaning I know I didn't I'm not trying to be all postmodern here I'm just saying the tough parts of dating meaning being not married like you're in the dating mm. arena mm. whether you're actually dating someone or not just that general season of life if you're all alone it's a little difficult the one thing I will say about support is if you are in the position to give support to a friend who has been struggling with some sort of problem dating. Put through the ringer? Yes. There we go. <laughs> Don't feel like you have to even say that Ooh. much. Because not that what you say doesn't mean something to them. Because it definitely does. But just, be- just being there. Like, even if you don't live far away. Like, I call Melanie and it's basically like she's here to talk for two hours. But just like having... The person in your corner saying, hey, I'm here if you need me. I'm praying for you. Here's some ice cream. You know, (laughs) box of tissues, whatever. So I feel like a lot of times you can feel like, okay, I need to say the right thing or make sure I don't say certain things or, you know, whatever. But a lot of the time just being there, especially in that initial point, is the best thing you can do. So, And if you don't have your words, like you said, just let the carbs do the talking exactly and all will be okay yeah i didn't know what to say but i bought you french fries thank you that is more than enough yep that'll take care of it french fries is my lovely yeah exactly (laughs) oh man 
mean, I think practically you have people you can go do stuff with. Yep, that was yeah. the first um, thing I was thinking of. Girls do not like to do things on their own. They're not really loners. And I think it helps. I know Kristen and I were way more social when the other one could go in high school and <laughs> college. Oh, and, yeah. Um, things that I would never even dream of going to by myself. Mm-hmm. But, like, sure, we can go. We don't really care what people think of us because we have each other. Exactly. And even now, it's like, y'all want to go do this? Sure. Who cares? Uh-huh. I, yeah, we've talked about I'm not independently spontaneous. Yeah. But put someone else with me and I'm like, oh, let's do whatever. There's yeah. just like an so, added confidence when you're with yes. people you're really and comfortable with. why is with. that? Because there's just, there's just this level someone of comfortability. Else there, I guess. Yeah. You, really, you don't have to think about, and we really shouldn't be focused on this anyway, anyway but what other people are thinking about you because, or no, not. I mean, like if you want to go sing karaoke, which I'm still trying to get y'all to go do with me. <laughs> You don't have to worry about being embarrassed because it's they're your closest friends. So who cares what they think? Because they're still going to be there for you. <laughs> Not, I mean, in a nice way, but you yeah, know what I'm trying to say. I, I think do. Bethany Sanch should still be embarrassed. I do. I'm just saying. I keep me trying to tell her there's karaoke. places we can go and only be in a room with just us. I think that's what she's saying is still that embarrassing. That doesn't make it any better. Help me I out know. here, listeners. Should <laughs> Bethany go sing karaoke with me? My birthday's Let's coming up. Let's so. oh, <laughs> no. do a poll. No. If I go, you're going. Yeah, that's what I thought, Miss Kristen. The problem is that Let's Lindsay and Bethany poll. can actually sing, and I cannot. Kristen cannot sing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Just saying. But you have to be in church choir. <laughs> I don't even get close to the church choir. I sit in the back and watch. Oh, gosh. Oh, so there's no. going to be a poll on Instagram. <laughs> After this episode's released, and you'll have to go vote on whether or not Bethany and Kristen should go sing karaoke with me for my birthday and in February. Yes. And vote yes. Come <laughs> I on, live people. in Florida, so I'm out no matter what. <laughs> oh, you can if you still will. vote. Oh, I will. Whether or not they should go with us. <laughs> well, that support one well, backfired yes. a little, didn't it? Oh, yeah, support. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Oh, support, support, support. I have full confidence that y'all go with me because you love me. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Oh, you're a <laughs> Yeah. So I'm going to be on an episode after my birthday and we'll give y'all those we'll recap. findings. Oh, yes. brother. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, See, that's why you need friends. Yes. <laughs> to go sing. Actually, that's a very profound example of y'all don't really want to go, but she's your friend. And so y'all are going to go sacrifice to do that for her. And while you're not in a relationship, that's good practice because marriage is all about that. <laughs> it's a great point. So, in a roundabout way, I'm that's very, very wisdomous. profound. <laughs> wisdomous. <laughs> wisdomous. Joey says that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm very wisdomous. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to start using that. I don't yes. remember that. I don't remember I can't, I can't really remember the scenario, but he does. I think it's after Chandler and Monica give him the thesaurus to write the adoption. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Whenever Joey it. says wisdomous. Oh, That's gosh. hilarious. Oh, well, okay. That is the perfect segue, though, into our next word, Same. which is humor. Oh. Nobody laughs at my jokes. I'm not funny at all. I can't I contribute. I think Lindsay's the funniest one of all of us. <laughs> Can you tell that to these two and Matt? I just told the whole world. Oh, that's true. Matt, if you're listening, take note. Man, let's you're, keep on here with Vendetta. Yeah. I'm still timing. mad about the pet peeve you're, thing, too. Your comedic timing has improved quite a bit in the it past has. few months. You've really... I think I mean, that's what it is. Your, your humor is surprising. Yes. Mine is unintentional. <laughs> and I don't know about y'all's. No, we're just there. Yeah. Uh, no, Lindsay, I think your funniest joke is when you joke about no one laughing at your jokes. <laughs> I know, that's, that's why I keep doing it. That's become your, like, trademark. To keep from crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. 
know whether or not you're funny. Yes. <laughs> no, but for Step real. Step two humor is needed. <laughs> yes. You need someone who's going to laugh and tell you how stupid that boy is. Mm-hmm. Or how stupid you're being about that boy. That is not something. <laughs> yes, not texting you back right away or not doing exactly what you thought he should do or whatever. That's true. Yeah, or why in the world did you wear that on your first (laughs) yet? Or why you're why you're not wearing makeup or something? Was that an inside joke? (laughs) (laughs) We can tell you later. Okay. Yep. No, you said this was supposed to be like conversation. That's true. That's true. We can't edit out all this stuff. These are my only funny parts. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I do try too hard, (laughs) but. Oh, but no. really, you need... Laughing is so great. What? Why was that funny? That wasn't supposed to be a joke. No. No. I'm just saying, it's, laughing makes me feel... You've just warmed up now. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Yeah. It does. It helps you forget the things that you're worried about or stressed about, which is pretty much worry or well, <laughs> frustrated about or whatever emotion you're feeling. Yeah, whatever emotion is happening at the moment, laugh about it. Sometimes it's a good way of opening a conversation into maybe some other things mm. that wouldn't go over super well if you just dove right in. If you can make a joke about something and then be like, no, but really. Kristen, <laughs> you're smacking your gum. Yeah. No, but really. <laughs> so, laugh with your friends. Yes, find, find friends you can have fun with. And I mean, I know that sounds like, well, duh, Kristen. What do you think I'm going to do? But friends who can laugh with you during the ups and downs of dating. I mean, dating's got plenty of a uh, comedic um, yes. value here, obviously. especially <laughs> online dating. Yes, like. Get your friends involved with that. Talk about it. Laugh about it. Because you're going to get frustrated otherwise, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, see... And we've talked about before how I think sometimes we take dating too seriously. As in you try to jump to super serious too quickly. So keep it light. And this is a great way of doing that. Some parts of dating are just funny <laughs> and absurd. And the hoops you jump through and the things you do, sometimes you just got to laugh about them. Yeah. And so have good friends around who will spend the time to do that with you. Yes. I second that as well. Awesome. Okay. So now our last point, which we have demonstrated throughout this entire episode, oh. is distraction. <laughs> <laughs> then we shouldn't have recorded this while the Braves game was on. Yeah, I think they're about to blow it too. Wait, are they losing? They just let the Cardinals tie it. So distraction. Distraction. You wrote this one on the list. What did you have? I did. Sometimes you just need people to say, stop thinking about that boy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If your priorities are getting a little out of whack and you know it, or they've told you, and so you know it, you need someone to say, okay, let's go do something. We're not going to think or talk about him at all. Like uh, you're at Starbucks. You can't stop saying, why hasn't he texted me back? Yes. And finally you just say, put your phone away. Exactly. going to... Stay at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Where else would you go? Target. We're going to go to Target. Target. Go to Target. No, because then you'll be depressed about how much money you spend, too. <laughs> so forced distraction sometimes. But I think sometimes you just need, whether you're dating someone and you need to quit thinking about them so much, or whether you're not dating someone mm-hmm. and you need to quit thinking about them so much, yes. whether it's a specific him or guys in general. Your friends are great when it's like, okay, I need a different mindset here. They can distract you from mm-hmm. 
going down that path, it just gets you lonely. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like Melanie was saying earlier, it can be so tempting to idolize either the guy you're with or the idea of having uh-huh. somebody that I am a huge proponent of, I don't know if proponent is the word, this uh-huh. is a soapbox I get on, it's yeah. keeping your friendship strong regardless of your relationship status. Mm-hmm. I would in the most loving way, like to encourage you not to disregard your friends once you get into a relationship. And yes, your priorities will change as relationships progress and things like that, but you don't need to isolate yourself and take the time to intentionally invest in your friendships and don't get frustrated when they want to distract you and take you to Starbucks or tell you to put your phone away Mm -hmm. or whatever. They are trying to help you and it's not good for you to idolize no. A relationship or the idea of one. Well, and remember, until you're married, he's not your husband. Mm-mm. So, I... I don't have single thing. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> so, just like we've talked about before, we've talked about, like, with friends or whatever, like, if you're friends with the guy, don't spend boyfriend amounts of time with a guy who's not your boyfriend. And the same thing, like, don't devote husband amounts of time to someone who's not your husband. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, well, we're going to get married, yeah, but you're not. So, like, there's progression to things that should stay in place. Agreed. I keep saying agree. I know. <laughs> we never disagree with anything yeah, any of us say. say. Oh, I was just going to say that along those lines, if you're with somebody, early dating, long-term relationship, engaged, whatever. If that guy doesn't want you to spend time with your girlfriends and he wants to spend all the time with you, one, where are his friends? Mm -hmm. And two, that's really selfish. So just think about that. And then also on the selfish side, if you're in a relationship, them wanting to do other things and talk about other things may not be them trying to distract you. It may be them wanting to stop talking about your new boyfriend or your new... It's not all about you. That's and a good point. It's... Your friendship shouldn't stop in the sense of investing in knowing the other person just because now you have this new exciting thing to talk mm-hmm. about. Most likely, if you have really good friends, they're going to want to talk about all the details and ask all the questions and whatever, but still invest in what's going on with them and how their life's going and... Be sensitive to the fact that if they're not dating someone, they're not dating somebody. And mm-hmm. talk about that. And anyway, that has nothing to do with distraction. But Well, no, along those lines, though, I think it's a really good point. Friendships are important whether you're dating someone or not. It's yeah. not like, well, now I'm dating someone, so now I want all these friends around me because I need them for all these reasons. All of these reasons that you need friends when you're dating that we've talked about, you still need friends when you're not. And it's like we've talked about with other things. If you wait until you're dating to try to start cultivating friendships, it's not going to have the effect that we're talking about with this because so many of these things you are only able to do with your good friends because you have invested the time and that trust has been built. And you can say and do those things to them that might be hard things because you've taken the time to get to know them. And it's not necessarily a certain amount of time like years but you've been intentional with whatever time you've had to invest in that friendship. And if you wait to start doing that until you're dating someone, I don't think you're going to have the benefit you would otherwise. So that would be my encouragement if you're listening and you're not dating anyone. And, you know, we hear a lot, well, what, what should I do with my time? What, what can I do? I'm not dating anyone. Do this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, maybe go make new friends. Yeah. Find the girl at church who doesn't seem to have any 
good friends and maybe shift your focus from finding friends to surround yourself with to being that friend to someone else. Yeah. Because you don't know what they need. You don't know what they're going through. So take that time to be what someone else needs and then watch those benefits be reciprocated. Yeah. Because you'll never have the time to invest in your friendships like you do when you're Mm -hmm. single. Like this is because, and you have other rightfully their priorities when you change yeah. seasons. And so, yeah, like Bethany said, take the time, invest, build new friendships, invest in ones you've had for a really long time. Like we said in last week's episode, if you were to meet your husband tomorrow and be getting married in six months to a year, who would your bridesmaids be? And if you have a hard time answering that question, then really take a step back and think, okay, well, what do I need to do to not just so you have bridesmaids, but like, right. what, clearly this is something that's missing from my life. And how can I take steps to move toward having deeper, closer friends? Yeah. We were created to live in community and marriage is not that only community because not everyone is going to get married. And so if marriage was the only community, then the people who aren't would not be living up to their created potential. Mm-hmm. And you know, God doesn't work that way. So invest in that community now, regardless of your marital status, and it will only enhance that later. Well said, closer. Thank you. Any final thoughts? Nope. Guests? Nope. Well, guys, that's all we have for today. Special thanks to Melanie and Lindsay for being here for our special tribe episode. Thanks for having us. Of course. Yes, thank you. Guys, they can't see you nodding. (laughs) I (laughs) said something. (laughs) Melanie's like, (laughs) (laughs) I was very happy to be here again. Oh, Goodness. We're happy you're here too. Back in Georgia. Yeah. We just keep finding excuses to have them on here. And yeah. we will continue to do so. Yes. But stay tuned for Friday. We'll have another couch cast. And apparently for February to see if we see karaoke. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Melanie. And this is Looking for the Middle.